The following is an exclusive presentation of 680 WPTF and Applied Vision Works. This is the Building a Leadership Culture to Reach Your Destination podcast, hosted by President of Applied Vision Works, Don Hadley. An in-depth look at the four pillars of sustainable success. This is Don Hadley. I'm President of Applied Vision Works. We've been doing what we do for about 35 years. In terms of doing this, the podcast today is part of a larger program about building a leadership culture to reach your destination. That is the overall arching theme of the podcast. And today, I'm here with Andrew Bird to talk about personal and work balance. Uh, I'm in a business group with Andrew. I've known him for a period of time and very impressed with him on a number of fronts. He is a very young man who's been very successful at a young age. He's also struggled with the typical problems of building organization as well as trying to have a enjoyable, fun, reasonable personal life kind of along the way where business doesn't become everything in your life. And so that seemed to be something fun that would be interesting to talk about, but also talk about it not from the point of view of an old fogey like me, but somebody that has the young perspective on it, as well as the ability to use technology. So Andrew didn't mean to give quite so much of a lead in, but what are your thoughts just this morning about the podcast? Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I think podcasts are awesome. I'm a Uh, I listen to tons of podcasts. They help me. They help me go to sleep at night when I can't sleep because of this business thing we talk about. And they've been very, um, very educational to me. So I'm, I'm super stoked to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. So, so tell me a little bit about some of the challenges you've had personally, you know, with your business and as you've grown it and built it, what are the challenges that you've had that have made it uh, tough to balance this beast, this animal? I think the biggest challenge I've had is, is trying to go from being the employee to being the employer and trying to figure out what what the the big picture is here and and that's been a gradual slow progression for me I would but it's something that I needed to to do um, and able to in order to be the employer a couple other things that have been personally with with having so much to do and trying to be successful and whatever that means to you is is cutting it off when I get home or knowing when to cut it off just for myself and my brain because it's it's running all the time and I think that's a good thing but it's it, it needs to be channeled and I'm that's something I'm working on currently how are you working on it right now what's what's helping you is there anything you're trying that's not working hanging out with you um <laughs> yeah being invested just helping me a lot being around like people I'm a huge huge believer and you are who you associate with or you are who you hang out with and if you hang out with dudes that are girls that are not doing the correct things and that's what you're gonna fall you're gonna fall into that trap and I'm just huge proponent and, and believer in let's always try to continue to be around better people when I say better not monetarily but just mentally and, and physically and just good people and that's helped me a lot that's one thing I've found I look back at you know my age at 55 at how many relationships have gone by the wayside but a lot of it were people that it took me a while to have the guts or the strength to stop the relationship. Right. And once I did, though, I found a burst of energy and really new opportunities. I Somebody once said that uh, the difference between you and who you are now and who you'll be in five years is the books you read and the people you meet. Um, today, maybe it's the videos you watch and the people you meet. Right. But the fact of the matter is, I think we do have to clear people out that maybe aren't feeding us or helping us get to the next level. And some people think that's harsh. I've actually kind of extended that to family stuff where I've actually cut people out of the family. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I have over the years, you know, I have cut out some of my friends and I put that in quotation marks. I know we're on a, a podcast. You can't see me doing that, but 
it's uh, if you're not providing me any value, you know, and the and our friendship is not reciprocal, and I I don't want to be a part of it. You know, you're, it just feels like there's an agenda on one side and there's not on another. I, I don't know. I just if 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 the person is not doesn't have the same values or vision and it doesn't have to be perfect, but you have to be a good person to be around me. You can't if you're gonna put me in a situation that's gonna get me in trouble. I'm not hanging out with you. I mean, that's just period, and that's just really easy just to stay out of trouble and just be a good person. You know? So you know, for our listeners, I, it may sound weird that we're both in business. This is about business, but we're bringing this personal element. How closely is personal behavior, interactions, relationships tied to business in in your mind? I think it's one hundred percent tied to it. Okay, I think it, like it, it's a big circle, and so how you know, in in Vistage, we we learn how to treat, how to talk, how to sympathize with our employees, and I, for one, have been very good at that in. In, in the business aspect and not so much in my personal life. And so it, it definitely wraps back around, but it's that's something I struggle with personally, trying to find that balance of this is how it needs to happen all the way around because, you know, I'm not emotionally involved, like tied to my employees, like emotionally like that. So in my personal life, I'm emotionally in love with this person yes. or whatever. And so it's for whatever reason, that's that's different, but it, it's not. It's the same. And if you work on it, you, you have to work on it. Well, I find it interesting. I, my father told me once, yeah, kind of have to fall in love with your employees to be able to really be a good boss leader. I believe in that, yes. And so I find a lot of times in families, personal life, the love, care, emotion, we need to bring it more into business because I think it brings a business to life. Otherwise, a business is like a building with no electricity. Yeah. Bringing the emotion into it lights it up. But right. then we've got to take some of the business structure, interactions, and bring that into personal life because then that tightens it up and makes it a better overall continually developing better situation for all of us. I find that I expect a lot of my employees, but I don't expect as much as I do from that person that I'm coming home to or I love. Mm -hmm. And so whatever that means, that's where it gets mixed up for me. And and that's something that Visage and and you have have made me aware of and something that I don't think we're just working on it now. I think we're going to continue to work on ourselves, obviously, throughout our our life. So what's the biggest thing you're working on at the moment? Is there something you specifically are working on either a principle or a way to communicate that might be of value to our listeners is maybe something different, unique with you. This is just giving me so many, I hate to, I'm, I'm plugging this, but I'm not really trying to. <laughs> um, it's giving me so, so many tools and so many people to, to, to call upon and, and to bounce ideas off of. And it's enlightened me. It's made me more educated. Uh, and, and you know, it's it's not like I'm sitting at home, getting home, and I'm reading 95 books. It's I'm listening to some podcasts that I like and taking your ideas and taking some other guys' ideas and kind of making them my own. And so that's kind of I'm trying to figure out. I'm a business leader, but I've got to have my own little stamp on it. Everybody's different, mm-hmm. and right? We don't do things the same, but we they're mostly for the for the most part they are the same. But there's everybody's a little bit different. So it sounds like not only are you taking in new data, but it sounds like you've built kind of a board of advisors around you people that you can go to. I remember hearing the phrase years ago that I love you too much to let you stay the same. Right Now, sometimes that's the excuse to go screw someone's life up. But the reality is, is I think for giving people direct feedback about what works and what doesn't work in the relationship, in some ways it's a harder life. But what it also does is keeps making us better and better because we know what the audience is thinking and feeling. They know what we're thinking and feeling. And long-term, it, it, we have hope that things will get better because they are getting better. Okay, so mentors have been a crucial, crucial thing for me. Um, you know, my, my dad wasn't a part of my life at all, and so I have flipped that glass 
upside down and made it full, not empty, because I'm glad. I'm not glad, but it's a good thing that it happened because he's not like me. And I was able to go and I was play golf, which would put me a lot, around a lot of people who a lot of good people to know. And a, a lot of people took a liking to me and, and gave me mentorship and continue to do that to this day. That's great. And that probably is the, the number one thing that's helped me in my life. That is cool. That's yeah. great. And you're continuing it. I assume you'd be willing to be a mentor to other people also. You know, I talked to John about that. Like later in life, I, I would love to do something like he does, you know, help people. I love to help people. You know, I do. I just, and, and at my age now, sometimes I get resentful when that is not reciprocated back to me, but I want to mm-hmm. get to a point in my life where I don't really want it back. I just okay. want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, for the most part, I feel like I'm there, but not, you know, sometimes I need something from me. So. I, I, I find with what I do, um, I'm not sure whether I'm a mentor or what the heck I am. I think it shifts even within a conversation. It can shift from thing to thing. But what I find is I get as much out of helping people as I think they get. Well, um, for I me find personally, I learned. you definitely are a mentor to me. I'll go ahead and confirm that notion. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. If we weren't uh, at a studio, had to stand in the microphone, I'd give you a hug or something. <laughs> we can do it later. Okay, cool. We'll do it later. We'll put it on the list of uh, things to do. So, But what I find is I, I get as much through the giving as if somebody's giving to me. And I find those are the relationships kind of like we talked at the beginning. And I'm bringing that up because, you know, we were talking about the podcast being work-life balance and we've kind of been more on the personal side. What about the balance thing from your point of view? How do you see this balance thing? Is there a picture in your head or analogy that you would kind of use? Honestly, if I had to grade myself on a scale of one to 10 at the present moment with the work-life balance, 10 being the best, I'm probably a three. Okay. Yeah. And I used to be a one. Okay. So, so you're getting better. That's the good news. Glad to hear it's it. It's a slow thing, you know, it, it, being being successful. And, and that mm-hmm. that idea, that word has changed for me over the years. I used to think it was monetary. And it's like success is different to people. Like, are you happy? You know, money makes that easier, obviously. I've become, well, well, you, can, you can get so caught up in making money, making money, making money, you don't, you're not even happy. It doesn't even fulfill you when you do. Yep. Right. And so that, you know, I'm, I'm still a three. I haven't set specific goals on like when I should be a five, but I probably should. I had a conversation the other day with a guy that owns a business and he'd sold the business, retired, but it was kind of driving him crazy. And I find a lot of people in business, whether they're just a leader or the owner of the business, or even some people that may not even have a title is there's a tendency to go to the extreme. So what I have found in certain personality types, me being one of them is if I work an 18 hour day, I love it. And if I can put together three or four 18-hour days, I love it. But I can't do that five, six, seven days a week on a continuous basis. So for me, at least, work-life balance is I may be going to the extreme, really going at it. I'm in that rhythm, working a lot of hours, getting reasonable sleep, but not great. But then I'll go to the other extreme. I'll go to a foreign country, or I'll go do a hobby, or I'll go do a sports thing. I'll go do something that requires that same level of intensity, but it may be a different activity. So it's a different way of thinking, different activity mm-hmm. than business. That's interesting. Because you can't just turn it off, or at least I can. I'm not going to go sit home and watch Andy Griffith reruns. Right. That, that isn't exciting. Right. There's got to be an element of challenge, risk, excitement to it. There's got to be an element of learning. As I've gotten older, kind of as you mentioned, it's 
less about the business success, but perhaps more about the relationships. And I find as that transition's occurred, I've actually become much, much more successful. And the money's been more the byproduct of all these other pieces running, me being self-aware of what it is for me that feeds me. But then also helping other people figure out what works for them, because what works for me doesn't always work for others. Totally agree. I'm a huge momentum person. Momentum. Momentum. So like we start, you know, we start working on Monday. We're working, we're working a lot, 12 hour, 14 hour days, same thing on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, Friday you're tired right yeah you know but you if you keep going you're not that tired it's like you know once you get up and get going but once i stop and let's just say i stop for two days it's so much harder for me to get up that day than it was on Tuesday when okay. I was ke- continuing that momentum interesting right and i have just become self aware of this like in the last couple of months okay and so i'm going i'm going to the virgin islands after christmas and i i wanted to go on a vacation in september and I told myself, I'm just going to grind it out. And so when I get there, when I get there and I spend my 10 days mm-hmm. there, I feel good about that. Like, I feel like I've earned this and I can relax without it continuing to spin in my head because I've been waiting for this and I feel like I deserve it. And I, not much say to deserve it, but it feels better than it would if I was taking uh, breaks every two weeks or a month, although that is the goal. Well, but that's good, though. You've got a structure, but you're also using the structure to feed yourself. I know a lot of people that have said, oh, you're coming back from vacation. You're coming back to the real world. Well, no, vacation was real world, too. Yes. It's all real. It's all all interactive. It's all real. And just because it's Monday night, to me, like, all all the nights are the same. You can work on... For, for me, I can work on Saturday and Sunday. Yep. Nothing, you know, it's just it's my brain making it happen. It's not necessarily the bank being open on Monday that's going to change anything. I love the idea of every day is about the same. You know, it just was Friday night. We got to go out to dinner and, 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 and get drunk. No, like you don't. Like you just have the same kind of deal going. You have a, a drink or two every now and again. And you don't blow it out on the weekends and you're tired the next week. You know, if you blow it out on the weekends, you can't be functional on Monday. So our listeners, listen to you and I, are, might might say, you, these two guys are kind of crazy. They don't seem they have a lot of structure. In a way, there's a structure, but it's kind of a looser one. Yeah. If I was a friend of theirs or significant other or whatever it was, how, how do you and I handle something like this with other people in our life that want more structure? They, they're looking more for the nine to five, whereas you and I are the 5 a.m. to midnight qu- sometimes. That's a great question, Don. I'm going to flip that back on you because I don't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, that's a tough one. I mean, it, it's, it is so true. You know, just because that you're the owner of a business doesn't mean that I thrive on on discipline. I thrive on uh, routine and structure because I am. But you also seem to thrive on chaos, at least my interaction. Yeah. And I don't mean chaos bad, but excitement and stuff happening. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an organized, unorganized person. Like I, my mind is, is like thinking two steps ahead of whoever else I'm talking to. Not you particularly, but in my business world. And sometimes I can't, when we talked about being in the presence, it's like stop you know, when you meet somebody, you sit there, and for me, you shake somebody's hand for the first time, and I can't remember their name because you're on to, like, the next thing of, like, what are you going to say next? Because it's awkward. Like, take, like, be present and understand, shake the man's hand, and, like, listen to his name. That's something you have to practice. 
I'm just going off on that rant because I'm bad at that. Well, but I think being present in business and personal life is one of the things people are worst at this day and age. But I've found when I'm present, people feel it. It's more impacting. I get fed better because we get that connection. We get that dialogue. Right. You know, some of the things that I think help being <clears throat> present is you talked about kind of having a structure or pattern. I think if you have expectations, for example, if every Friday night you go out to dinner with significant other, the kids, whatever, there's a pattern they can rely on. So they right. know that if you're not present Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, let's say, they're going to get you Friday night. It'll be a great interaction. Yes. I also think I've actually got on my calendar Sunday night at 9 p.m. every night is there's a thing on my calendar and it's called relationship check. What are the conversations I have to have in my personal life or business to kind of check the relationship and find out, hey, what's working for you? What isn't? Let me share with you my thoughts. And it's about, do I need to be having a serious discussion? And I'm typically trying to pick out three to five people that I'll have a conversation with. Now, if I'm having a lot of trouble with somebody, I might be once in a week talking to the same person. Right. Most cases, it's different people. And it could be a customer, a supplier, somebody I work with, could be a friend. But that's I'm finding helping kind of keep the relationships cleaner and I can be more chaotic, crazy, what feels right in the moment if they know they've got a pattern they can expect out of me for doing these relationship checks. And if we're having this good being present dialogue, it really makes quite a difference. So that, that, this momentum, I've had a huge week about, I've got some things going on that if they happen, it'd be awesome. And so I've, I've brought that momentum home with me and it has, has not been the best momentum I could have brought. You know, the momentum, momentum needs to kind of like level out when I get home. And then not stop, but level out a little bit so I can get back on that horse the next day and, and be, you know, Andrew. And But I don't need to bring Andrew at work home. And I and I do that quite often. Okay. You know, I mean, I'm human. Now, by the way, it's is this the project where you've got 30 or 40 lots, homes you're building? Yeah, yes, okay. that. And, um, and this is the first time you've done this big a project? Well, you know, in any business, you, can, you have to continue to change things. And it's changing. And so recently, my career has changed it's i'm doing the same thing it's just a little a little different and so it's a new it's been a learning curve for me it's been challenging i love that because i was getting a little bored without what i was doing day to day it was been it was monotonous and so it was like i could do it in my sleep it was still uh, a lot but it wasn't challenging to me so i wasn't like my job and my career it, it really does it gives me fulfillment but when it doesn't challenge me it it just becomes like a nine to five. So, I, so you know, part of me, this would seem to go back to the principle is if we're having a great career business, enjoy it, and we're periodically adding new stuff to keep it fresh, that'll feed in the personal life. Yes. Then I think if we apply the principle personal life, maybe on Friday night, hey, instead of going out to eat, let's go dancing. We haven't danced in eight years and let's go do it. Adding that there would then seem to feed back into the business life. Right. So once again, another thing I learned in Vistage, Tuesday mornings, my group of guys and I, we get together and we, we have a meeting. What did you get accomplished? And, and the next part of the meeting is, if you didn't get it accomplished, why didn't you? And then so now I have a Sunday evening meeting with my girlfriend. And so we talk about things that she may want to talk about on Tuesday night at 6 o'clock. I, what I don't want to talk about, you know, I think it can wait until Sunday. Uh -huh. And so we address those issues on Sunday night. And 
and it's helped us. That's great. That's mm-hmm. a great technique. I very, by the way, I'm very proud of you putting that in place. Yeah, well, we've actually, you know, we've missed a couple, but it makes me upset when we miss a couple because I don't oh, nice. miss meetings in my business. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love that. Those of y'all that have listened to the other podcasts, Craig uh, has always joined us in the podcast, so he's been listening, trying to keep us corralled. But I, I wanted to get your thoughts on work-life balance because obviously I'm seeing you cooking and writing up all these notes. So I don't know what you're going to do to me after the podcast, but at least want to kind of get you into this a little bit here. No, I appreciate that. So I feel that there's a harmony when it comes to work life. It needs to be almost like a pendulum going back and forth. If you swing that pendulum hard and have a really great day, you're going to come home with energy and you can put it right back into your house. I find days whenever I'm uh, really productive at work, I come home and I'll start cleaning the house even though I'm tired and start getting things wrapped up and just keep that energy going. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to cook a great dinner tonight and just spread that positivity and that great energy. And the uh, double-edged sword with that on the flip side is you also get the negativity with it. If you have a bad day at work, you're having some struggles and you come home, you're going to be a little bit uh, rigid. You may have some trouble keeping positive and being motivated to do those things that you want to do and typically normally do. Couldn't have said that better. I mean, I completely agree with everything you just said. Yeah. It seems like there's been a common theme as well um, with overall work-life balance. And uh, it looks like the relationships, surrounding yourself with good people at home and at work. Fulfillment. You need to have goals at home, goals at work that are energizing you and making you feel like a productive person to kind of get that positive energy and gain that momentum, which Andrew has spoken to. You know, the work hard, play hard kind of mentality, which I was raised on, as well as regeneration. You need time to really refuel your brain, uh, refuel your soul, and make sure you can keep yourself fresh to you know, give that energy and give 110% whenever you come into to work every single day. So it really, for me, is making sure you feed yourself at home, feed yourself at work, and just keep that beast and that cog turning. One of the things that made me think about is what work-life balance is not. And to me, it's not just staying the same, planting two feet on the ground. I think it's more of, I think about a barrel with a board on it, and you have one foot on each side of the board. And to keep your balance, you've actually got to rock back and forth on the barrel. If you stay still, a lot of times you'll fall off. It's almost like riding a bike. You don't, you can't just sit on a bike. You got to be moving. You got to be going. So there's got to be movement. So it's not that there's not movement and that there's not change. A lot of people value things not changing way too much, in my opinion, whereas trying out different things and saying, hey, did it help or hurt the relationship? Did it help or hurt the balance? Did it help or hurt business? I actually took dancing lessons some years ago for about three years, learned to dance the cha-cha, the salsa, waltz, about six, seven dances, and absolutely loved it. And I can't specifically tell you exactly what it helped. I swear it helped my business. Years before that, I took singing lessons. I swear it helped my business. Almost every business thing I've learned has helped me in my personal life. And I think part of it's just because I'm open and looking. So I encourage all our listeners to kind of stay open and keep looking. By the way, Andrew's specialty, I was going to say real estate, but it's about making things happen. When he gets his mind made up to do something, he makes it happen. At least for the time being, he's focused mainly in the real estate world. But if you're looking for an affordable house to buy, build, or rent, he'd be someone to talk to. He's also a good guy that obviously from the podcast, you can tell has a lot of depth not just in business, but also personal life. If you want someone to contact you, what's an email or phone number? What's... Yeah, it's be Andrew Bird, A-N-D-R-E-W-B-Y-R-D, the number two at gmail.com. So if you just want to chat with them or get some good advice or want to get a mentor, I give them a call. So <laughs> I don't know what he charges yet, but uh, we're working on that one. To our listeners, want to extend an open invitation for a free copy of our business health assessment. If you want to uh, email us, email Craig at C Chase, C C. 
H-A-S-E, at AppliedVisionWorks.com. We'd be glad to send you the business health assessment. And uh, even to up the ante, uh, Craig said, I'm supposed to offer you a 30-minute phone call. So I'm not sure if I'm willing to do that or not, but uh, we'll argue about it after the podcast. So if you want the business health assessment, glad to do it. Send it back to us, and then we'll figure out what to do about the 30-minute phone call thing. So thank you for listening, and uh, appreciate your time. You've been listening to the Building a Leadership Culture to Reach Your Destination podcast, hosted by Don Hadley, owner and president of Applied Vision Works. Any questions, concerns? Please email Craig Chase at cchase at appliedvisionworks.com or call 800-786-4332. This has been an exclusive presentation of 680 WPTF and Applied Vision Works.